an Ironic Media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. All right, welcome back to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. If this podcast has been broadcasting healing vibes into your life, please follow on Apple and Spotify and leave a review. Your review helps other people find this podcast and the transformations continue. And don't forget to share this podcast with anyone you think will benefit. Let's heal together. People that have a lot of ACEs, they tend to feel a certain way, like they tend to have not felt seen or validated or loved or valued or understood Mm. by their primary caregivers. They can have a lot of self-destructive behavior patterns, loss of self-care, chronic anger, depression, anxiety. They can have difficulty regulating their emotions, a lot of core shame and guilt, like self-loathing, that chronic inner critic, concentration difficulties, perfectionism. Perfectionism is a response to trauma, for sure. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right. Today on the podcast, I have Wendy Myers, and she is the founder of MyersDetox.com and the Myers Detox Protocol for detoxing heavy metals. She is a detox expert, functional diagnostic nutritionist, NES bioenergetics practitioner, and the number one bestseller of Limitless Energy, How to Detox Metals to End Exhaustion and Chronic Fatigue. She is the podcast host of the Myers Detox podcast and the Supercharge podcast about bioenergetics. And she has helped thousands detox from heavy metals. And she's here today to tell us about how we can detox ourselves from emotions stuck in our body, which is a big part of the podcast that I have. We talk a lot about emotions and how it can create dis-ease in the body. And you've done a lot of research. You have a new masterclass out that is exciting. I can't wait to hear the research that you've come up with to support this idea. I mean, I've seen it over and over and over again. I understand that the body, depending on what nervous system it's in, is going to have more struggles. Welcome to the show, Wendy. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me on. I recently became a naturopathic doctor as well. (gasps) Nice. Congratulations. About that. Thank you. Oh, that's so cool. Awesome. And I, I met you years ago and it was all around energy medicine back then. And you were working with Harry and doing the bioenergetic stuff. So yeah, I mean, you just, you have a really well-rounded understanding of health and wellness. I'm so excited that you're here to talk to us about this. Yeah, I know. It's really important. My messaging now is I'm really trying to get people focused and thinking about their emotions, their emotional life, emotional trauma and releasing negative stuck emotions. Because I think the the research is very, very clear that 65% of physical health issues are caused by emotional trauma. And this is a huge study by Kaiser Permanente that they studied Hmm. 17,000 patients and really didn't even look at all the factors that cause emotional trauma. They looked at like 10. And after studying just 10 
factors that cause emotional trauma, they determine that 65% of health issues are caused by trauma. I mean, if you factor in other types of trauma that people experience in addition to what they studied, I mean, that number could be even higher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's lots of research supporting what I'm saying. I've worked with so many clients and patients and people that are just doing everything for their health. They're eating like the perfect diet and they're taking all the supplements and they're doing all the protocols or they're even detoxing and they're just, they're not getting anywhere. Right. They've been trying things for years. And that was me as well. Like I reached the pinnacle of my physical health. I'm like, I can't do anything more for my health. Like I'm doing it all. It's like a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And I just would wake up and just feeling kind of gray and just kind of like, why don't I feel good? Like, why don't I feel happy? You know, why, why is it hard for me to smile Mm. or, you know what I mean? Like I see other people just, they just seem to smile with ease and laugh. And so for me, it just set me on this journey to kind of figure out like what, what's that next level I can get to and I just hit, kept hitting on like emotional trauma and, uh, and negative emotional release. Yeah. Same with me. I mean, that was my big haha moment years ago. I was like, what else could I possibly be doing to get better health? And it was like, oh, this huge piece is missing in Western medicine. It's really not talked about. I just want to remind the listener, Dr. Amy Apigan talked about how trauma is really just when the body is overwhelmed, the nervous system's overwhelmed. And so there can be a big overwhelm or a little overwhelm, but repeated overwhelms are going to cause you to be having some dysfunction in your nervous systems. Wow, that's pretty impressive research that they did. And, and from like Kaiser, like that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, this is conventional medical research. Yeah. That a lot of stuff that I'm citing, conventional medical research is nothing woo-woo or anything of that nature. Right. And so in your estimation, I know you've done a lot of research on this. Like, what do you think the real number would be? I mean, I think it's 95%. Uh, that's I mean, my, I, I'm that's sorry. I guess. Not that 95% of physical health issues are caused by trauma, but that more, it's more that 95% of people have emotional traumas that are affecting them in some way, physically and mentally, and, and they're not aware of it. Say if you have what are called ACEs, you have mm-hmm. adverse childhood events mm-hmm. is what they're called like you had a parent that was an alcoholic or a drug addict, or you had mental or physical or emotional abuse or sexual, or even just neglect. You just mm-hmm. had a parent that like took you around everywhere and did everything for you and threw you in the car, but they just weren't emotionally attuned to you. They didn't ask you how you felt mm. or anything of that nature. So if you have just four adverse child events or ACEs, you have four and a half times higher risk of depression two and a half times higher risk of cancer, Mm. one and a half higher risk of diabetes, two and a half times for stroke. Suicide risk is 12 times higher. If you have eight or more, there's three times of ACEs, eight or more ACEs, there's three times the risk of lung cancer. Oh, wow. Three and a half times the risk of heart disease, which are the two top killers in the West. There's tons of studies on autoimmune and ACEs. So you have a 70% increased risk of uh, like the TH1 dominant conditions like type 1 diabetes, multiple sclerosis, Hashimoto's, Graves, Crohn's, psoriasis, celiac, rheumatoid arthritis, chronic viral infections, if you've only had two ACEs. Wow. And then, yes, you also have an 80% increased risk of type 2 dominant conditions, TH2 dominant conditions like lupus, allergic dermatitis, atopic eczema, sinusitis, inflammatory bowel disease, asthma, allergies, ulcerative colitis, 
multiple chemical sensitivity. So you can see like the depth and breadth of the different types of health conditions where you have an increased risk, the higher the amount of adverse childhood events that you've had. It's amazing. And and honestly, so you could, those are all very overt traumas. You were mentioning they're very like obvious, but then you have other programming issues that you might have. And that's talking about mental programming around something that is going to cause you repeated trauma over time. So I mean, I just, this is incredible that they're doing all this research and they just really are seeing this connection. That's amazing. And you can even (laughs) dial it down to which one you're more likely and what percentage. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's more. I mean, it's showed that like you're four times more is likely to be diagnosed with dementia or Alzheimer's if you have four or more ACEs. It's even a bigger factor than smoking and lung cancer when it comes to autoimmunity, like emotional trauma causes more autoimmunity than smoking. It reminds me of other countries where they have these lower rates of these things because they have stronger levels of community. And they're like, wait a second, I don't understand the doctors and everything. They're like, they smoke, they drink, they party, and they're dying later and they're healthier longer, but they live with like their grandmother or they have these really tight communities. And I remember reading a book about that by a doctor, Alyssa Rankin, that's her name. And I was like, wow, there, there has to be something that's different. And this, you're saying it's, it's just this level of trauma or this level of community or lack of community that's yes. making a difference. Yeah. I mean, people can even be, they've had severe abuse. Mm-hmm. They're 50% more likely to be obese. Uh, fibromyalgia, 62% of people in just one study reported sexual abuse or physical abuse in childhood that had fibromyalgia. So it's just, it's another one of those health issues where, you know, high level of ACEs are prevalent in that population. And it just goes on and on and on with every disease, health issue, et cetera. Do you think that one day we might actually go to the doctor and then get a diagnosis and they'll say, based on this diagnosis, we are pretty certain that you've had some sort of trauma. So part of your treatment plan will be to address this trauma. Do you think we could go there? Well, well, no, I don't think with a conventional doctor, I think that's very, very far away, if ever, because, you know, they're, they're designed to sell drugs to you for solutions. But I think in the functional medicine, I think more and more doctors are kind of tuning into that. And certainly if you're working with a bioenergetic practitioner, like any kind of bioenergetic modality you're doing, like tapping different forms of sound therapy with all the different bioenergetic software and their protocols that they use, those are all addressing emotional trauma. Mm -hmm. And it's because these emotional traumas, there's no research anywhere that shows that traumas or emotions are anywhere physically in our body. They're not there. They can't find them. Where they have found them is in the energy field around our body. And so we have this energy field 10 feet in diameter around your body. And there's waves that are going on inside your body that have information on them. The same way like the internet, the wireless internet, there's packets of information transferred on invisible energy waves. And that's how it gets in your phone. That your body works the exact same way, just different types of waves and different types of information. And one of the types of information is emotions and emotional traumas and even intergenerational traumas. There's lots of research that I talk about that shows that people inherit intergenerational trauma. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the stuff people are dealing with, it's not even theirs, but you can access this stuff. You can actually test for this. There's software that tests for all the different types of emotional traumas. You have negative emotions 
but also you you want to use bioenergetic modalities and different types of sound therapy to tune these negative frequencies out of your energy field. And it kind of erases them from your timeline, like they never even happen. So they don't affect you physically and emotionally anymore. Right. They're not in your nervous system and you might have the memory of it, but you won't have the feeling from it, mm-hmm. which is basically exactly. what you need. So you had said there's software that will read this. Which software are you talking about? There's many kinds, but the one that I use in my practice is called Ness Health, N-E-S Health. And it's been around like 45 years. And it you do a galvanic skin response test. So you put your hand on a little mouse, or you can now do a voice scan, which is mm. fast. You can just do the scan immediately wherever you are and get the results. And so that tests the frequencies because all these emotions and traumas have a frequency that can be measured. Your heartbeat, it's a frequency that can be measured. Mm-hmm. It's similar. It's, it's uncannily accurate where you can test all of your emotional traumas and the organs that are being affected mm-hmm. by that. And I mean, there's just so many years of research behind these scans and they're very, very accurate. Yeah. One of the developers is Harry Massey, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And he was bedridden and in a wheelchair at very young in his early 20s. And he was able to use bioenergetics to get better and get out of the chair. And he definitely doesn't look like he is at all sick. He looks very healthy and vibrant. Yes. Yeah. He he co-founded Nez with Dr. Peter Frazier, who, who did years and years and years of research before he even met Harry. And Harry's owned Nez Health for about 20 years. So it's really come a long way, you know, but Dr. Peter Fraser was opened the first acupuncture school in Australia and for 25 years, he'd been studying frequencies and like the, the perfect, the frequency for a perfectly functioning human body, liver, brain, whatever him and Harry just compiled all this information and put it into a software program. That's very sophisticated. They have amazing research from different universities and I mean, tens of thousands of of scans have been done at hundreds of thousands rather. And so it's just, it's something I've been using for about seven years and it's just was my initial foray into emotional detoxification. I I was really blown away by what happened to me when I started doing this type of bioenergetic program. But then I kept researching and I found other modalities uh, that can help release emotional trauma. And which are your favorite? You know, I love tapping. I love a biofilled tuning fork therapy. Hmm. So here's a biofilled tuning fork right here. And this is one of the main things that I recommend because it's cheap. It's like $85 to get one of these biofilled tuning forks. And it's easy to use. It's something you can do at home. And people need to do on average about 400 hours of biofilled tuning fork therapy to really release all the trauma that they have. It's kind of like a meditation practice. You just do a little bit every day mm-hmm. and over time because you want to slowly release this stuff. <laughs> yes. it, does, it doesn't always, you don't want to be all done in three months. Like, no. trust me, it just takes time and slowly but surely every day, release a little bit more, a little bit more. You're literally tuning these negative stuck emotions and traumas out of your body. It's a form of sound therapy. And again, lots of conventional medical research that shows that sound therapy releases emotional trauma. And this is well-established. My friend Eileen McCustick is a big pioneer in biofilled tuning fork therapy and has been researching it for 25 years herself. And 
It's amazing protocols and teaching practitioners and things like that. And so it's just a great way, an easy way and cheap thing. You can do it at home on your own schedule. So, and so for me, it's one of my top things that I recommend to people for that reason. So what's your life like now versus what it was beforehand? Can you get a picture? (laughs) Ooh, yeah. That was a hot mess. You know, I've been working on my trauma for a long time, but I think I, I reached a point in my life where I was in a marriage with someone who was a narcissist because people like sensitive, intuitive, empathic mm-hmm. type people, they, they love narcissists. So I just kept attracting this type of person. And I, I was working on self-hatred at the time with my biofield tuning fork therapy, because why do you choose someone, but more importantly, stay with someone who treats you like crap? Mm-hmm. You, it's because a lot of people, everyone really, whether they're aware of it or not, carry around self-hatred, worthlessness, powerlessness, self-deprivation, survival fear. Those are kind of like the top five emotions that people harbor and releasing those releases a lot of other stuff, depression, anxiety, and some other things. Mm-hmm. And so I was working on self-hatred and doing biofield tuning fork therapy. And I just when you're doing biofield tuning for therapy, you can have an intensification, like when it's coming up for release, mm-hmm. you can have an intensification of that feeling. And so I was at the beach one time with my ex, I decided to leave him. I was planning it. And I was in the bathroom changing into my bathing suit. And just this, I looked in the mirror and just this wave of self-hatred came over me. And I just thought, who is going to love this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I should just stay with him because no, no one's going to love me. And I just was had these just feelings of be feeling grotesque and unlovable and worthless and powerless and not loving myself at all. And then I was very clinging with him that day and just very conflicted. And then the next day I was like, I feel great today. Oh, <laughs> buy my plane ticket to leave. And, and I real it was a really important lesson where I realized that emotion, that self-hatred was keeping me with this person. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't have that, that self-hatred, I would not have chosen this person. And I would not have continued to stay with this person had I not had these feelings of worthlessness and powerlessness and Mm self-hatred. And so that's, that's why we stay in crappy jobs and stay in crappy relationships and continue hanging out with friends that treat us like crap. And so for me, like today... I just feel so like, I feel like I've been able to step so much more into alignment with who I am and my purpose and shedding people and relationships and projects or just anything that doesn't work for me mm-hmm. much more able to be like in tune with what I need and what's in my highest and best interest. And that's what this kind of emotional detox work does is it really helps you step into your life purpose because you're not weighed down by all this baggage and energy draining people and staying in a job that you hate. And I'm just not going to take it anymore. Yeah. You know, you kind of get in that mode slowly, but surely you start mm-hmm. that veil of denial starts coming down and you start loving yourself and you start being able to experience positive emotions that have been repressed, like the highest frequency emotions, like love and joy and peace. And for me, those are much more a part of my emotional set point, my emotional repertoire. 
than these other emotions or this net negative inner self critic, the perfectionism, the workaholism, the other feelings and depression and things that really were predominant in my life, they're just not there anymore. I mean, every once in a while they they rear their ugly head, but they're really my emotional set point is much higher now. Yeah. That's wonderful. And it is so much easier to see when one of those programs pops up, you're like, oh, I'm normally happy. So something's going on. Is it my brain? Is it the way I'm seeing the world? Or is there actually something that I need to address here? And definitely if there is a project that comes onto your desk or whatever, you're like, that doesn't feel good because you're feeling so high vibration. And then if it's not a match, you can feel it. It becomes much easier to navigate your world. Yeah, because you become, when you do this type of work, you're just more grounded in your body. And Mm -hmm. so you can be guided more by your feelings and trust your feelings and your intuition more. And when you start shedding all this garbage, that's just screwing up your body physically and mentally, you're just more clear. Like you sleep better, you have better health, you're more clear, your intuition works better. You're just kind of more tapped into what you should and shouldn't do. Absolutely. So lots of people think that talk therapy is the way to go if you're trying to get rid of (laughs) these kinds of emotions. So where do you think that fits into this equation or at all? A lot of people have had talk therapy. Like I had 10 years off and on of talk therapy. And that's not because I'm crazy or anything <laughs> like that. It's just like, I am going to figure this out. Like I want to feel better and I want to be proactive with my mental health and I want to be the best person I can be. So I just kept going to therapy and it's $150 an hour or more. Mm-hmm. And I made a huge investment in myself and I still felt like crap, mm-hmm. you know, after years. And the reason is because these emotional traumas lie in our energy field and we're largely unconscious of them. So you can't talk about something you're not consciously aware of. And so that's the problem. And even one of the top emotional trauma researchers in the world, his name is Professor Bessel van der Kolk. I always have trouble saying that. He coined the term like yapping doesn't work for emotional trauma because it doesn't get to the core of it, it doesn't address it or release it. So it doesn't work. You can certainly become an expert in your neuroses or your spouse's neuroses. You can figure out, oh, I, uh, this is all the stuff that's wrong with him. Please fix him. But it it doesn't address the, the core issues, which is the emotional trauma and it doesn't release it. Right. Yeah. It is trapped. And that's, what's unfortunate about talk therapy. It is important, though, therapists could be sort of like a mirror is like, hey, this guy might not be the best guy for you or woman or whatever. Sometimes we don't see that or sometimes we don't have people around us who are willing to say that or you seem to be struggling a lot in this relationship and things like that. So that's good. But again, it's still not addressing the root cause of why you attracted that person into your life. Yeah, it has benefits. I mean, people, they need a support system. Sometimes like my daughter goes to therapy because there's stuff she needs to sort out, but not with mom. So definitely it has its place. It has its place. Absolutely. Yeah, I sometimes struggle when my son's like, no, I don't want to talk about it or I want to do tapping or whatever it may be. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) So what can I do? Do do you want me to tell the teacher? So yeah, it's definitely important to have other people outside of you helping your kids. We've talked about so much of the research, uh, your journey with this, how to get rid of emotional trauma. Is there anything else you want to share about the best ways to release emotional trauma? When people have a lot of emotional trauma or just even neglect. Like for me, I didn't, I wasn't abused or anything like that, but I had neglect for Mm -hmm. sure. Depressed parents, divorced parents, 
people are just dealing with their own stuff and they're just not available, but nothing horrible, but it can still affect you just as much as if you were abused mm-hmm. because people that were neglected can become numb, emotionally dissociated. They don't always know what their feelings are. And so they reach out for drugs and alcohol and stimulants and things to feel good. So it can, emotional neglect can destroy your life as much as any kind of outright abuse that people have suffered. So I just want people to be aware of that. And maybe I want to talk a little bit about what emotional trauma looks like to identify. And I talk more about this in my I have a masterclass I developed called the Emotional Detox Masterclass. Hmm. If people kind of this piques your interest and you want to learn more, you can go to emo-detox.com and sign up for the free masterclass. I go into a lot of statistics and about the health issues and just really fascinating. But when it comes to like emotional trauma, it can be anything like things like verbal, physical, emotional, sexual abuse being a child of a narcissistic or sociopathic parent or who just ignored them or treated them like an object or something that just achieves things or there's no other connection really. It can be like attachment trauma, birth trauma. It can be like being the child of addicts or alcoholics. And the, the main issue that people have, I think, is this childhood attachment issue or childhood development trauma where they just weren't really connected to their caregivers, be it parents or their aunt or whoever they were living, their primary caregivers. Our coping mechanisms, the abuse, become a part of our personality. That's why you can't talk your way out of it. You can't talk your way out of your personality. People's different response to trauma are like people-pleasing, overachieving, withdrawing people, the enthusiasts that become party animals and... (laughs) or comedians, or they just want to make people laugh. People have different coping mechanisms that we talk, I talk about in my course that I created. I created a course called the Emotional Detox Program. We go into all the different personality types and why there are coping mechanisms and how you can recognize that and then recognize why you're coping and why you shouldn't be doing that anymore, how it doesn't serve you in adulthood any longer. Like a lot of people have people pleasing where they're just, they just give everything, all their time, their money, their resources, their energy to other people. And they have nothing left over for themselves and they're resentful and angry, or they become bullies and narcissists themselves. Then there's like PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder. It's very different. You experience a threat to your life or a threat with physical or bodily injury, but it's like a single discrete event. So this is very different than childhood development trauma, which is like the root issue of a lot of people's issues and addictions and things of that nature. Other types of trauma, like being shamed and humiliated by parents or experiencing bullying, racism, homophobia, rejection of any kind, being shunned at school, only being seen or valued for external achievement, being excessively criticized or harshly treated, not being seen emotionally or encouraged, or not being told that you're loved, Mm. and some things of that nature. I've recently noticed that a lot of the past generations, so like the generations that raised us in our 40s, 50s, 60s, did not tell their kids that they loved them. It just wasn't really something they did. And I was talking to my dad and my mom and they were like, yeah, I didn't hear that from my parents. And I was like, yeah. what? Like, yeah, I can't, yeah. I mean, thousands and thousands of times I've said it to my son. So I can't even imagine it. It's like, I, he's, <laughs> it's just such a different time. 
Yeah. You know, it's just like people, I think kind of did what their parents did. You know, mm-hmm. they just thought yeah. that was, that was what you do. And my stepdad, I mean, his father beat him with chains because he thought he would make oh, him tougher because he wow. was weak and he'd be, he'd be a stronger man if he did that, you know, just crazy. Yeah. And it's just a lot of abuse out there. A lot of neglect. I mean, neglect is, I mean, it's an epidemic. Mm-hmm. And so it's no wonder why people are so sick and, and chronically fatigued and complex chronic illness. It's not just some new thing that's happening. People that have a lot of ACEs, they tend to feel a certain way. Like they tend to have not felt seen or validated or loved or valued or understood mm-hmm. by their primary caregivers. They can have a lot of self-destructive behavior patterns, loss of self-care, chronic anger, depression, anxiety. They can have difficulty regulating their emotions, a lot of core shame and guilt, like self-loathing, that chronic inner critic, concentration difficulties, perfectionism. Perfectionism is a response to trauma, for sure. Yep. D in boys, dissociation in girls. They can make them have bulimia and anorexia and cutting and things like that. People can have difficulties in relationships, attracting narcissists, feeling pathological loneliness where they never want to be alone. They never want to deal with themselves or their feelings, feeling like not belonging, feeling unsafe, unlovable, inability to self-soothe and just having feelings of heartache in the body as well. And which is the reason why a lot of people with ACEs struggle with addictions. I just want to help people kind of recognize maybe the emotional trauma a little bit more and maybe how they feel. Because I think a lot of people don't think of themselves as having emotional trauma. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Yeah, for me, the way that I've, because I've been doing this for 16 years, I'm like, everybody has trauma, but that's okay. We all just need to handle it. But a lot of times I, I'll start working with somebody and they'll be like, I, my life was good when I was growing up. It was okay. Nobody beat me or there was no abuse or anything like that. But it's like, no, there can be a lot of other things that have created how you feel and see the world. So yeah, it's it's important that we all take a look, a closer look at ourselves. Meditation is really important for getting clear about how you're feeling, what you're thinking. And if you can't start there, which some people just have experienced too much trauma to start there, maybe sound therapy or tapping or working with a professional can really help. It's definitely something that we all need to address. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just, if you're a health enthusiast and you want to feel better emotionally and physically, you you have to look at this stuff like Mm -hmm. you do. And that's why I created my emotional detox program. It's a 30 hour course with three different modalities or modules. Like there's going into bioenergetics and sound therapy, talking about that. There's that psychological mindset component, really delving into how abuse affects you and, and how to retrain your brain. Like a lot of people are very, very stressed and they get stressed really easily and they can't calm down. It's like this stress response they developed as children in response to the abuse. And so you kind of have to retrain your brain a little bit. We do, we can do that with vagus nerve stimulation. Mm-hmm. And so I talk a lot about that and how to retrain your brain. And then there's a, a physical module because you can't, people have a very physical response to abuse, but you, you can't reduce stress in your life and you can't really be effective in addressing trauma if you have like your blood sugars out of control. 
and you're having emotional mood swings and binging or whatever because of blood sugar issues, or you can't really be healthy if you're not getting enough sunlight and you have no energy, sun charging your body's bio batteries, which is one of the ways we get energy is through the sun. So mm. I, I talk about, there's about 13 videos on your physical health as well, eating the right diet and things of that nature, because it's really no, no course or program addressing emotional trauma can be complete without addressing all those three things, uh, the, the bioenergetic, the psychological and the physical. So it's very, very thorough. It's interesting because when I first started working with clients, I would check in to see if they could even handle doing tapping because it is, it's taxing on the body because you're really processing out a lot of stuff. It's hard Um, on your nervous system for sure. mm -hmm. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. What you just said about that, about really being mindful about how much sunlight you're getting, what diet you're having, what ways you're addressing this trauma. How do you think we should, if once we're in there and we've done all this work, I mean, the only thing that I've ever been able to recommend is lots of water, being gentle with yourself, and charcoal, just absorbing those toxins that get released once we release the emotional trauma. Yeah, it was interesting. Doing biofilled tuning fork therapy is actually a pretty intense detox to detox heavy metals and chemicals and kind of lodge them out of your tissues because they're strangely a lot of metals and emotions are tied together. Like when you detox, you release certain emotions and and vice versa. So it's just uh, they go hand in hand to a certain degree. So there's definitely a video in my course about how to deal with detox symptoms. And I think like after people have a stressful day, they kind of naturally gravitate towards having a bath or Mm. getting in water. And that's because water is very, very good at dissipating emotions. And so they can release into the water. So that's definitely part of it. Getting into water or an Epsom salt bath or the ocean or any body of water Mm -hmm. can help to release negative emotions. So that's key. And then there's other things. It's like, if you feel really, really stressed, you can actually also do biofilled tuning fork therapy on whatever emotion you're feeling. That's also a way of, of releasing. And I talk about a lot of different ways that you can like reduce detox symptoms. There's a infoceutical called emotional stress release. And these are bioenergetic liquids where they have information imprinted into these salt waters. They're called infoceuticals. They're introducing information into your body. And taking this infoceutical can help you to manage emotional symptoms. It's called emotional stress release. And it works really, really well to help manage detox symptoms or emotional detox symptoms. Yeah. Harry was the first person to ever introduce infoceuticals to me. And it was absolutely amazing. I was like, wow, this is so cool. He has all the equipment to do that. Uh, he's just, he's a real pioneer in the field of energy medicine. Is there anything else you want to share with us? You shared so much, like this has been awesome. Yeah. Well, I just encourage people to take my emotional detox course or not course, my master class. Yeah. Yeah. That is just, you want to kind of expand on what I've talked about. It's an amazing presentation. And so you can go to that at emo-detox.com. And I think also a part of my work that I've just discovered over the last year is that, you know, I very much focused on heavy metal detoxification for the last 10 years. And that's very important because heavy metals and chemicals impede functioning in every part of your body, every organ, every organ system. Toxins also calcify your pineal gland, which is the seat of your intuition, the seat of your spirituality, the seat of your connection to mass consciousness. And and I think because our, our water is being fluoridated 
and there's and glyphosate and, and other chemicals, they are dramatically impacting our pineal gland functioning. Mm-hmm. And then when you also have all of these emotional traumas and these physical health issues from the traumas and the, the toxins, they're just so mired in your symptoms and fatigue and brain fog. And you just are not available for your spiritual life or connecting with your creator. For me, looking at the bigger picture and the work that I'm doing, it's very much about helping people to kind of release all of this baggage with toxins and emotional trauma so that they are more available to tap into their intuition. They're more available to connect with their creator and discover that relationship that they may have just been missing or not open to because they're just so busy with these low frequency issues that they have going on in their bodies. So for me, that's very much a part of my work and my purpose as well. That's wonderful. We need that. It's definitely been a part of the journey for me as well, just cleaning up my diet and just realizing each level you attain this higher connection, deeper connection, both with your creator, but also with yourself. And as soon as you find that, (laughs) you just give so much more permission to other people, not permission, permission, like just you just allow for them to be whoever they want to be, because it's just not easy being here. And you have so much more forgiveness for yourself and for them and what they're going through. So while our parents might have screwed us up and maybe didn't say I love you or other things, they were doing the best they could with the trauma that they inherited from whatever circumstances or people. So it's just, this is the way it is. And we just need to handle it at this point. You know, if we want to be healthier and happier and have a connection with ourselves and others, it's the way to go. This was awesome. I am excited. I'm going to get to take your masterclass. That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, I will give you a login for sure. Yeah, it's, a, it's an amazing course. I mean, it's the work I'm the most proud of. And it's really, really important work for people to do. So thanks for having me on to to get the word out to people. Absolutely. This is great work. So thank you for being here. If you love today's podcast, you're going to love the UR Energy course. I'm going to drop the link below so you can pick up that course. I go much more in depth about the science behind healing and I share the tools and techniques that I use every single day to help my body heal. Content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 